Well, praise the Lord, everybody. I am Evangelist Janice Nelson, and I want to welcome you to season two of Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole, a weekly women's Bible study podcast. Today is Sabbath Sunday, May 8th, the year of our Lord, 2022. It is Mother's Day, and I want to wish every mother, and especially my mother, Eva Nelson, a very happy Mother's Day. Ladies, today is Mother's Day, so I thought I would talk about the roles of being a mother and a grandmother. Today, these positions are often belittled, but they are just as important today as they ever were. And when we come back, we're going to talk about passing on a godly heritage. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. Today, we are celebrating Mother's Day and talking about passing on a godly heritage. Our scripture reading is taken first from 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 through 2, and then we'll turn to 2 Timothy chapter 1 and read verses 3 through 5. And I will be reading from the King James Version of the Bible if you want to follow along with the scripture reading. Now, beginning in 1 Timothy chapter 1, reading verses 1 and 2, the Word of God says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of God, our Savior, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope, to Timothy, a true son of the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God, our Father, and Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now, turning to 2 Timothy chapter 1, reading verses 3 through 5, the Bible says, I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors, with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. As I remember your tears, I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice. And now I am sure dwells in you as well. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and to the hearing of his word. Amen. Ladies, Lois and Eunice are two female characters in the Bible who are not very well known. They are only mentioned once in the scripture. But their grandson and son, Timothy, is very well known. He was a faithful servant of the Lord in the early church. The Apostle Paul thought very highly of Timothy and held him in high esteem. In the opening of the Apostle Paul's letter to Timothy, he calls Timothy a true son in the Christian faith. Paul was Timothy's mentor which meant Timothy was Paul's protege. And Paul was very fond of Timothy, who he met on his first or his second missionary journey to Galatia. 
Acts chapter 16, verses 1 through 2 says, Paul came also to Derbe and to Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Timothy was greatly influenced by both his mother Eunice and his grandmother Lois, and both of these women provide wonderful examples of passing on a godly heritage. In 2 Timothy verses one through, uh, chapter 1, verse 3, Paul had placed Timothy in the position of chief elder or pastor of a large church at Ephesus. Timothy was serving there when Paul wrote the second epistle bearing his name, 2 Timothy. When Paul remembered Timothy's faithfulness, to the Lord, and he wrote to encourage him, instructing him on how to lead his large church. And he gave thanks to the Lord for Timothy as he continually remembered him. Paul said in his letter to Timothy, I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith. This shows the special place that Timothy had won in Paul's heart. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22, Timothy was with Paul in Rome, and Paul wrote to the Philippian church that he planned to send Timothy to discover and report on the conditions of the Philippian church. In his letter to the Philippians, Paul said of Timothy, I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be cheered by news of you. For I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. For they all seek their own interests, but those of Jesus Christ. But you know Timothy's proven worth, how as a son with a father, he has served with me in the gospel. Then Paul remembered Timothy's sincerity in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 4 through 5. He said, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you. Paul remembered the tears Timothy cried on a previous occasion, probably when Paul was rearrested and placed in prison. Timothy was a very sincere young man who cared for the Lord's apostle. In fact, Paul said that he cared for all of God's people this way. Timothy had learned what it meant to be a servant, and he was sincere. In, that, in all that he did, and he wept for Paul when he was in prison for the Lord. Timothy's sincerity meant very much to Paul, who said in verse 5 of our text that Timothy had a genuine faith. He told Timothy that he had been persuaded, that he was the genuine article. You see, ladies, some people profess to be Christians, but somehow their lives do not back up their profession. 
This was not the case with Timothy. Paul saw God at work in Timothy's heart, and he knew without any doubt that Timothy was sincere, that his faith was the genuine article. Then Paul remembered Timothy's history. And in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, he said, I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. Paul knew that the genuine faith that Timothy exercised was part of a godly heritage that had been passed on to him. His grandmother Lois was the first member of his family to believe in Christ. She shared her faith with Eunice, her daughter, who in turn believed in Jesus Christ. Then both of them passed on this rich Christian heritage to Timothy. They did this by example, by living out their faith and by teaching the faith. Timothy's grandmother, who was the first to believe, Paul said the faith dwelt in her. The word dwell means to inhabit. The idea portrayed is that of permanent residency. In other words, they did not believe one way in church and then behave completely different when they were away from church. Their faith was consistent. The word genuine means without hypocrisy. So their faith was not just words or knowledge. It was sincere and genuine. Paul said that this genuine faith was passed on from Lois to Eunice and then to Timothy. So Paul knew that Timothy had the privilege of growing up in a godly heritage. And he knew the blessing that this heritage brought since he had mentioned it concerning his own heritage in verse three, when he says, I thank God whom I serve as did my ancestors. Ladies, genuine faith is contagious to those who come into contact with it. And nothing puts people off more than hypocrisy. People who say one thing, but live differently. You know, the old saying, do what I say, not what I do, is true. Timothy's father was a Greek who did not believe in Christ, but that did not stop his mother and grandmother from leading him to faith in Christ. Timothy would have been surrounded with love and discipline. His mother and his grandmother, no doubt, invested time and effort into training him as a young boy. So Timothy's growing up in a godly um, manner was no accident. Many hours of prayer coupled with love, correction, and their own example helped shape Timothy into the man of God that he became. These four things, love, prayer, discipline, and example are essential to passing on a godly 
heritage. Children spell love, T-I-M-E. Paul wrote in Titus chapter 2, verses 3 through 5, concerning the important role of being a mother and a grandmother. He said, the older women, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderous, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husband, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. As parents, you want to be proud of your children, but perhaps your first concern should be to make them proud of you. It is not your accomplishments that influence your children, but your character. It is not what you do, but who you are that counts with them. Your children, whether toddlers or teenagers or young adults, are more impressed by the tone of your voice than by the size of the contract you win at work. They care more about how well you listen to them than how well you dress. It is the moral choices you make, not the championships you win, that produce the elusive quality called respect. Timothy saw living proof of the Christian life in his mother and grandmother, and their lives had a tremendous influence on him as a youngster growing up and pointed him to Christ. There is an old saying regarding Christianity that more is caught than taught. Ladies, your life speaks just as loud, if not louder than your words. So ask yourself, what sort of example are you setting before your children and grandchildren? Is your life consistent throughout the week? Or do you believe differently at home than you do, excuse me, do you behave differently at church than you do at home? Nothing turns people away from the Lord faster than hypocrisy. Do your children or grandchildren see genuine faith dwelling in you? Do you spend time with them? Do you listen to them? Are you using love, discipline, prayer, and example to pass on a godly heritage? Paul approved of Timothy's Christian heritage. In fact, he commanded him to continue in it. Timothy had been given the right foundation for his life and only needed to continue in the things he had learned from his mother and his grandmother. This is why it is so important to teach children the Bible. It is just what they need when they are young and all they will ever need in life. Like Timothy's mother and grandmother, Mothers and grandmothers today should apply biblical principles and teaching their children. They should surround their children with prayer, instruction, and the gospel, placing them in the protective environment of a truly Christian home. This will protect them in their formative years from the dangers of the world. Growing up, in a secure environment 
of love and truth. Children find it much easier to find salvation through Jesus Christ. And that is what really counts. Today, you, excuse me, thank you to every mother and grandmother for all that you do for surrounding your children and grandchildren with unconditional love, for exercising discipline whenever and wherever needed, for your continued prayers, for setting an example of godly living, and for passing on a godly heritage from one generation to the next. Happy Mother's Day. May God continue to bless you and all those you hold near and dear. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. If this ministry has been a blessing to you and you want to support it, we have several ways in which you can do that. First, via the Tidely app at Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. Second, at Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y.com. You may donate to Broken Vessels hyphen Mended and Whole, or you may mail whatever gifts of love you feel led to give to Broken Vessels Mended and Whole. We are a 501c3 nonprofit religious organization located at P.O. Box 34637, Los Angeles, California, 90034. Please join me next week for another episode of Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. And don't forget to check in with me on Facebook Live at Evangelist Janice, J-A-N-I-S, Nelson, today at 12 noon Pacific Daylight Time. In the meantime, take good care and may God continue to bless you. Amen.